Okay, sorry for technical difficulties. Now let us start. The malacha of grinding comes from the Mishkan, where in order to produce the dye that was needed to uh, color the curtains in the Mishkan, they had to take the um, the various produce and grind them to produce the uh, the what they would use to um, make the dye that would color the uh, the curtains. So grinding is forbidden on Shabbos because that's what was done in the Mishkan to produce the dye. They would grind the herbs that were used to um, to uh, make that dye. So the Altarebbe says, introducing the uh, laws of the Toldos of Shabbos, and says that usually whenever we find a Tulda, an offspring of one of the 39 main malachas, the Tulda has a similarity to the Av. The Tulda is exactly like the Av. There is the 39 main malachas of Shabbos, and there is the offspring which have similarities to them. But there are Tuldes, there are offshoots of the Malachas of Shabbos, which are also biblically forbidden, but they don't have that much in common with their Av. This is an example of one of them. The idea of grinding something is that you take something, you grind it up, and you change it completely so it's not, it doesn't resemble at all what was there before. But there's a Tulda of, of this Malach of grinding not making something into flour, but cutting something to very small pieces. So cutting something into small pieces is also considered a malacha. And this is very relevant to Shabbos. Every Shabbos, we make salads on Shabbos. I want to make a, are we allowed to make these salads? We know everyone does make the salad. So the question is, how can you make the salad in a way that you won't be transgressing this malacha, this tulda, or the malacha of toichen, of grinding, by cutting the vegetables uh, very fine. So in Shin Aleph, Halacha Aleph, the Alter Rebbe says, Anyone who does something similar to grinding is committing a tulda, an offspring of the main malach of Teichen. Even though it's not completely similar to it. How is it not similar to it? Because you cut something into small pieces, you're not changing it completely. You are just cutting it into pieces. But when you grind it, you're changing it completely. Before it was wheat, now it's flour. But when you cut it into small pieces, it's similar to what it was originally. However, the Alter Rebbe says, since you have now changed it from being one entity to being many smaller entities, it has a similarity to the grinding, and therefore it is a tulda. It is an offspring of grinding. So how is it that we're allowed to make salad? So you might think that the reason we're allowed to make salad is because when we cut the cucumbers or the tomatoes into small pieces, it's not, it's not so small. The prohibition of, of teichin is only when it's refined in a similar way to flour. Even though the author says it doesn't have to be exactly like flour, but it's not the way we make salad. Our salad 
is different to what the author is referring to when he says cutting something in a very fine way. You might want to say that, but we find in Simon Shinyudalad, Sif Tazayin, the author says, if you take a piece of wood, you cut the wood into pieces to make twigs, because you have this big log and you can't light the whole log on fire at once. So what you do is you take twigs and with the twigs, you could light up this big log, but how do you produce the twigs? So you take the, you take, you, you cut off from the big log some twigs, some small pieces, and with the small pieces, you can light them up and, and they will cause this larger log to, uh, to go on fire. So the author says cutting up these smaller uh, twig-like pieces, these smaller pieces from the bigger log is considered the etulda, an offspring of teichon of grinding, even though certainly the, the, the kind of pieces you're making are certainly not the size of, of flour because you can't light something up if it's, if it's so fine like flour. Certainly we're talking about substantial pieces of wood which are bigger than the tomatoes and cucumbers that we make for our salads. And yet the Alter says that uh, it's still considered the malach of teichin. It's still considered grinding when you take a big log and, and take little pieces that are out of that log. So therefore we're left with our question, if, if taking pieces out of a log, cutting out pieces out of a big log is considered teichin, uh, this is considered grinding. So why is it that we're allowed to make Salad, how can you cut up pieces of cucumber and tomato, which are uh, going to be uh, not as fine as flour, but still a similar size to the pieces of wood? So how can we do this? So there is a Rashba. The Rashba says, the reason we're allowed to do this is because the Rashba learns this from the laws of Breda, of selecting, we learned about last week. The Rashba says that just like you're allowed to take the good out of the bad, you have a bag of apples, you're allowed to take the good apples out of the bad apples. Even though, even though you're not allowed to select and separate on Shabbos, you're still allowed to take the good apples out of the bad apples. Why? Because that's just a process of eating. It's not considered a malacha. It's not considered like you're doing something special to select and separate. Rather, we can look at this as that's how you eat. The way you eat is by taking the good apples out of the bad apples. It's not considered a malacha. It's not considered a, a, a act of, um, of one of the 39 malachas of creating and accomplishing something on Shabbos. Instead, that's just the way you eat. You take the good apples out of the bad apples. Whereas if you take the bad apples out of the good apples, so then that's not the way you eat because why you're, you're doing something. You're trying to accomplish something. You're trying to arrange the apples so they should have the bad apples to be separate from the good apples. So if you take the good apple out of the bad apples, and you eat it, that's considered eating. So therefore we said you're only allowed to do this immediately prior to your eating. Right before you eat, you take a good apple out of the bag and you could eat it. If you do it in the morning, however, we said it's forbidden because that's not considered eating, that's considered an act of selecting. So the Rashba says, a similar thing with grinding. If you cut something up into small pieces and then you eat it. So the Rashba says that's not what the Torah is referring to when it says to grind. The Torah says, that you are allowed to eat. And the Torah doesn't forbid you to eat uh, The Torah did not prescribe that we have to eat bigger pieces or smaller pieces. 
In Kendarach Achilose, if that's the way you eat, that's okay. If you want to eat small pieces, you can eat small pieces. Just like we said last week, you're allowed to take out the good from the bad. So too, the Rashba says, you're allowed to cut into small pieces if that's how you eat. As long as this is the way you eat, it's okay. As we learned in the laws of Beirer, says, when you take the good out of the bad, you eat it immediately, that is permissible. Since this is the way you eat, that's okay. Therefore, you're allowed to cut the salad up into small pieces because that's the way that you eat. That's what the Rashba says. But there is a Shultai and he disagrees with the Rashba. And he says, According to the logic of the Rashba, every single one of the 39 malachas should be permissible if you're doing it to eat. And that's not true. If you're allowed to grind because you're eating, why can't you do any of the 39 malachas if your purpose is to eat? Regarding Breda, regarding the laws of selecting, so the Shulchan says, I acknowledge it, that's different because when you're separating the good from the bad to eat, that's not called selecting, that's a process of eating. But here, you're just, this is not part of the eating. It's not you're picking that, the food up right now to eat it. You're grinding it. That's something else. It's not eating. That's not, that's, that's not directly related to the act of consumption. And therefore, the Shulchan disagrees with the Rashba. And he says, you're not allowed to cut the salad up into small pieces. Says the Al-Turev, there are those who question this heter, this allowance of the Rashba. And they say that this is not okay. They say that the Rashba, um, they disagree with the Rashba, and they say that, yes, you're allowed to select the good from the bad immediately prior to eating, but you're never allowed to, according to the Shilta Gebeirin, never, never allowed to cut into small pieces. That's their opinion. So what's the halacha? So the says, Al-Tabah says, you should be concerned with the words of the Shilta Gebeirin. And what should you do? you should cut the salad into bigger pieces. When you make a salad, the different ways of making a salad, you can make a salad into very fine pieces, you can make it into bigger pieces. So he says on Shabbos, the altar says you should make a salad with bigger pieces. He does not say the size of the pieces. He just says a little bit big. It doesn't sound like he's saying it should just be different the way you do it during the week. It sounds like he's talking about a certain measurement. They should be big, they should not be small, should, should be fine. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like to me that this is, he's, making, he's distinguishing between the way you do it during the week and we do it on Shabbos, the Shabbos should be, should be bigger than the days of the week, which that, there is a concept of shinoi, of change um, regarding other halachas. It's possible that's, the, that's what he means here as well, but it sounds like he's talking about a certain shear. It doesn't specify what it is. It should be a little bit, it should be large. So, the altar says, when you make a salad, the pieces should be slightly large. So certainly, um, if the pieces aren't fine, they're large, you're not cutting it fine, the pieces are large, so then the altar says that, then you're not going to run into, process, into the problem of of grinding. Then even the Shulti Hagebeirim would also agree there's no issue. The issue is to cut something very fine. But the Altaba says, if you cut it with, and the pieces are larger, that's fine. But then the Altaba adds something. He says, what about radishes? What about onions? 
you can't cut an onion and eat the onion when it's a bigger piece. You can't eat a radish when it's a bigger piece. It's too sharp, it's too bitter to eat a large piece of onion um, without cutting into small pieces. So the Alter Rebbe says that you can rely on the Rashba regarding onions, regarding radishes, regarding those things you can eat when they are larger. And regarding those things specifically, you ought to cut them fine. Regarding everything else, regarding potatoes, regarding, I'm sorry, regarding tomatoes and cucumbers, you, you should not cut them, you should cut them to be a little bit larger pieces. It shouldn't be a fine salad on Shabbos. Regarding, however, radishes, regarding onions, you can eat them when they are so big. So he agrees, Alderman says, you could rely on this opinion and you could cut them fine. Why? Because we rely on the opinion of the Rashba regarding those specific items, regarding the onions, regarding the radishes. And you're allowed to cut the onions and radishes into smaller pieces. However, just like the Rashba said that we learn these halachas from the laws of selecting, and regarding the laws of selecting, you're only allowed to select something when you are uh, about to eat it. So too, you're not allowed to cut the radish or cut the onion until it's time to eat. You can't, just like we learned last week, you can't um, select the apples a few weeks ago. You're not to select the good apples from the bad apples long before you prepare to eat them. So you can't cut the radish or the onion to be a very fine pieces unless it's immediately prior to making it to, to eating them. But if you're going to cut them in the morning and eat them in the afternoon, that's an issue because then you can't rely on the uh, on the rashba or the shulta gebeim. The shulta gebeim says it's it's only permissible if it's larger larger pieces. The rashba says it's only permissible if it's similar to selecting, which is done right before you eat. But if you're going to cut them in the morning, you can't you can't cut the pieces of the salad in the morning because uh, to be fine pieces because that's going to be uh, that's not part of the process of eating. Therefore, it'll be forbidden. A similar issue would be um, to uh, use a special tool, just like we said about the laws of selecting. You're not allowed to use a peeler on Shabbos because you use a peeler that you're, you're separating the good from the bad with a special tool. You could cut, you could peel something with a knife, but you can't use a special tool like a peeler to separate the good from the bad. And in a similar way, you cannot use something that would crush. Um, into very fine pieces on Shabbos, because just like you can't use a special tool to select on Shabbos, you can't use either a special tool, even according to Nashba, to, um, to cut something to be, to be very, very fine, to crush it to be very fine. That's what comes out from the Alter Rebbe's description of the halacha in Simen Shin Chafalaf Sif uh, Yud. So this explains the halachas for, for onions and explains the halachas for uh, tomatoes and cucumbers. But what about garlic? Garlic is not as simple as everything else because garlic isn't really meant usually, people don't usually put it in to eat the garlic. They're putting the garlic in more as an ingredient to give taste in the food. It's not part of when you, an, an onion adds taste to the food, but an onion is also something that you want to taste of the onion itself. You want to eat the onion. But the garlic 
when you're eating the garlic raw in a, in a, in a food, your intent is more about the garlic adding taste to everything else, but not so much eat the garlic itself. So our, we're going to see in a second how there are some items which are just meant to be an ingredient to add spice and flavor and they're usually crushed. And, and therefore, since they're usually crushed, not only is it forbidden to crush them on Shabbos, but they're also forbidden to be cut with a knife on Shabbos. Not just crushed, but they're even forbidden to be cut with a knife. And if garlic would be in the same category, it would then be forbidden as well to cut garlic with a knife on Shabbos. So let's see. So Altima says, in Simon Shin Chafal Siv if someone wants to crush sharp pepper to put them into a food on Shabbos, you cannot cut them with a knife. Even though you want to eat it right away. Within the whole tavlin, so too with all spices. If you only eat this kind of thing with it being mixed into something else, it's not something that you eat by itself. It's only meant to be an ingredient that's meant to give flavor to everything else, but it's not something that can eat, that's not something you want to eat itself. The ultimate says you're not allowed to cut it in with a knife. So it sounds like the garlic may be included in this, uh, this category. What's the problem? Why can't you cut these peppers, these sharp peppers? If you're allowed, according to Rashi, you're allowed to cut in order to eat. So aren't you eating them? So the, the author doesn't explain why, but the Prima Godim does in Simon Shin Chafalef, Mishpat Zav Sikot and Zayin, Yud. He says, Lachtech b'sakan v'melchu pilpul n'yashlema k'yashanim m'yah anayin d'var m'dar echel. Al-kol she'ina echel k'im l'amatka uchel k'me pilpul n'yashlema chayim v'shumtechen avlitim yad b'tavsh. He says, to cut the sharp pepper, the reason why it's forbidden, although in general we said that if you're cutting it, you're going to immediately going to eat it. It's okay. Here it's different because you're you only want to cut something to eat it. But here it's not. You don't want to eat it. Here it's just something to, to be added. To, it's something which it's more of a functional thing. You want to cut something to be fine so that it could add flavor into something else. It's not about eating. If you want to eat, uh, if you want to eat something that you like and you like eating in very small pieces so that we won't have an issue with the rash will say that's fine because you ought to eat in small pieces that's how you like to eat it's fine but if you're if you're if you're cutting something which is just meant to add flavor to something else that already is not considered the process of eating that's considered the process of of cooking the process of preparing the food not part of the eating itself and the ultimate doesn't say the reason but the ultimate does say in the notes that he, his halacha stems from the Rambam. The Altar says, To cut with very small pieces with a knife, that's okay. To use a crusher is forbidden. Eat if you want to eat right away. And even if it's something which is a food, but you can't eat this food because it's just hard to eat without it being crushed. Like he says, example of gray grace, of, uh, of dates, uh, you, that, that you want to give these dates to the elderly and they, 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 in order for them to eat it, they, needs to, they need to crush them first. 
He says you can't crush on Shabbos. And also he says garlic are foods which are usually crushed. And therefore you're not to crush the garlic even if you want to eat it immediately. Now he does use the expression here, you're not to crush the garlic, which sounds like you'll be allowed to cut the garlic with a knife. But it, on the other hand, he says in Lachazayin that if you're cutting something which is usually crushed, it's also forbidden. You're not to cut something which is usually crushed. So it, it might may depend on why you're making using this garlic. But if you're using the garlic just to add flavor, you're not using the garlic to um, to eat. So then it would it would seem that even to cut it with a knife would be forbidden according to the Alter Rebbe. He does say that it's forbidden to crush it with the crusher, the garlic. But it sounds like from Lachazayin that if your intent is just to add a flavor, then even to cut it with a knife will be forbidden. He, he, he says, I get this a lot from the, from the Ramam. What does the Ramam say? The Ramam says, The Ramam says, if you cut a vegetable to be very fine, that is considered a tulda of grinding your, and your, and your chayiv. Your, this is a biblical prohibition. What's it I'm referring to? He says, you're cutting it to, to cook with it. So there are very... Um, there are a lot of interpretations of the Rambam. There are many different ways to look at what the Rambam is saying, but one of them is that the Rambam is saying if you're cutting it in order to cook with it, to, so it should add taste in the shalant, so that's not part of the process of eating. That's part of the process of cooking, and it, therefore it's it's forbidden to do on, on Shabbos. It's not, you're allowed to, Rashba says you're allowed to cut to eat, but it's not part of the process of eating. This is a part of the process of preparing the food. And the Ramam continues and says, there's no such thing as grinding fruits. So the Ramam holds you grinding fruits. You want to cut the fruits as, as small as you want. You want to eat the food itself. But if it's something else, which is just meant to add taste to the food, so then there would be an issue. So in short, we learned today is like this. Number one, on Shabbos, the pieces that you cut for a salad should be larger. You shouldn't cut very fine on Shabbos, according to the Alter Rebbe. And you also, um, if you're cutting onions and you're cutting something to be fine, which a lot of cut onions fine, that cut it to be very fine slices, you could only do that right before you eat. You can't cut in a way that's very fine something which is bitter, which the Alter Rebbe says we're going to rely on the opinion of the Rashba who says that. You're allowed to cut something something very fine because it's something which you can't eat in larger pieces. We'll rely on that opinion, but we'll only like rely on that opinion the way that that opinion says you could do it. Rashba says you're allowed to cut it if it's part of the process of eating. So you're cutting the onions for the salad and you're cutting the very fine. So then the ultimate said you would only be able to do that if you're going to eat the salad right away. You can't. What's right away, right away mean? We learned already a few weeks ago that right away means that you can't cut them before you go to shul. So it should be ready when you come back from shul. After the, the language of the Alter is, don't start cutting the vegetables that are you're cutting very fine, like the onion and the radish, which you're allowed to cut them very fine. That's our minute that we rely on the opinion of the Rashba for those vegetables specifically to be allowed to cut fine because they're hard to eat whole. So Alter says, don't do that until after the time that the shul is over and people are already coming home. 
But if it's if it's uh, in the morning, if we go to shul, that would be an issue. So the mamash has to be immediately preceding the meal, and similar to the laws of Breda. So an onion, which is allowed to be cut very fine, can only be cut immediately prior to a meal. A, another vegetable, uh, the author says we should try to, we should, on Shabbos, it's the proper thing to do is to make bigger pieces, not, not very fine pieces. And regarding garlic, it seems that garlic might be in the category of, of the sharp pepper. And therefore, not only is it forbidden to uh, use a crusher to, to crush the garlic into very fine pieces, but even to cut the garlic with a knife may be an issue. But again, there are different ways of interpreting Dalteb's words, and it's possible that it's only forbidden to use a crusher, but to use a knife to cut the garlic, it may be okay. Anyways, that's what I want to share tonight. All the best. Zaygesund.